Hello everyone, I'm Dalton Burdett. I'm Nick Iricchio. And we are the Movie Nights. Well, some of them. If you're watching this because you want to hear our uncensored, unfiltered thoughts and opinions about the world of movies and, and entertainment news, fuck me. So kick back, relax, and thank you for being part of the conversation. Victoria's here off camera. Say hi. What's up? I hope they heard that. If not, fuck it. <laughs> but. <laughs> What's up? Thank you. There we go. We thank can just you. say thank that you. every time. Be like, oh, this person's here. And, and then just. Like, hey! <laughs> <laughs> Genius, genius. We'd be like, yeah, Patrick Dempsey in the house. <laughs> <laughs> what, what? <laughs> uh, yeah. <Wow>. So, <laughs> Christopher Walken's here. I know. So, we have a huge show. Yes. Very long. We're going to try to get through it as quick as possible. But before we get into all the D23 madness, which is what we're going to be mostly talking about, um, there's a big story that happened in between the last few episodes. A few weeks ago on the show, we reported that um, Dan Lin was in talks to become DC's Kevin Feige, if you will, just the shepherd and leader of the DC universe, because we now know that Walter Hamada is exiting probably around the time Black Adam comes out. Well, Dan Lin has dropped out of the talks. He's no longer in negotiations to become DC's Kevin Feige. Wanted to give you a follow-up story on that. And the crazy thing is, it was just like it, it was reported on last time. It all came down to what to do with his production company. Mm-hmm. They couldn't come to terms with what they wanted to do. He wasn't just going to abandon it. And he was like, if, if I am going to abandon it, you got to pay me to yeah. give up sure money. And you know how David Zaslav is with his cost cutting. He was like, no one's worth this much. Didn't work out. So the search continues. Fine. Nick and I will do it. God, they just had to ask us, you know? Listen, I don't have the business sense, but I could just, if I could just throw ideas at the wall. Yes. And they'll just, like, do the bidding. Yes. I would love that. Swamp Thing and Poison Ivy. Boom. Easy. Done. Harley Quinn. Vigilante. Done. Done. Amazing movie. Superman. Superman. Just I just want more Superman, please. It's been so long. <laughs> but uh, but yes, just wanted to follow up on that story. That's no longer happening. Do you have any thoughts on the matter? Are there any people in talks now that he... Because he was like the only one that was like... Not listed. Reported. Okay. That's yeah. interesting that it fell through because it seemed like they were... Really, it seemed close. They were really pushing for yeah. him. Yeah. But, you know, good for good for him for sticking his ground. If that's something he believes in and believes in his production company, then mm-hmm. by all means, don't compromise. With, I just want you to you know... If Warner Brothers said, hey, you have to give up movie nights to go run DC, I would immediately go run DC. <laughs> Dissolve the company. Absolutely. Yes. 100% Thank agree. Thank you. Thank you. So, I, I'd be, I would dissolve it for you if you didn't do it. I'd be like, oh, look at that. I ruined the company. <laughs> God. What do you guys think about Dan Lin? No longer in talks to be the DC chief executive. Let us know as we move on to our next story. And this one kind of ties into the D23 stuff. So we're going to go ahead and kick off on the big D23 news. Yes, um, you want to start with that section? Let's start with Disney first, like the Disney motion pictures proper. All right, cool. You want yeah. me to go for it, Chief. All right. So basically, we're going to break this next part up into Disney, Lucasfilm, and then end with Marvel. Yes. that's all the... Wait, Marvel? On this show? On this show? We're going to talk about Marvel? I've, we've never done that. Whoa. Wow, crazy. Uh, <laughs> um, so the first big thing out of the Disney side of things was they released a trailer for Hocus Pocus 2, which is going to be coming to yes. Disney Plus on September 30th. Did you get a chance to watch the trailer? I did. Thoughts? Love it. Really? Yeah. Did not like it. Well, I did. <laughs> How about that? We're going to have different opinions on this episode? Finally. You're interesting in content. Yes. yes. Do you want to go first with the positive? Or... I was waiting. On... 
<laughs> you go first. Go first with your negative ass. I thought that they sidelined the other two sisters very hard in favor of Bette Midler. And I know it's just a trailer Mm -hmm. and obviously that can change in the movie, but also just the effects, the timing of the jokes, like a lot of it just felt off to me and it looks like it has a very low production value. And I don't, obviously the first one did. So I don't know if they're just trying to capture that same magic or whatever be it. So it's kind of one of those things where it looks odd Mm -hmm. in the trailer so I'm not sure how it's going to... If they're going to try to play too hard on nostalgia instead of just trying to let it be its own thing with a reinvention. Everything you just said about why you don't like it... Is why you liked it. Is why I did. <laughs> I want it to look cheesy as shit. I want it to be dumb as shit. I, wa- I want all of that. And it gave it to me. And I am pleased. <laughs> it's as simple I, as that. I was very happy to see the return of... Uh, is it Billy? Is that his name? Yes. The zombie? That, that got me. I was like, Doug right. Jones. I was like, all right, that's fun. Yes. But everything else, like, I didn't care about the main characters that they introduced, like, this new grouping thing. I was like, just give me the sisters. And they gave it to me. And I was like, okay, but I want all of them. And they're really just doubling down on Bette Midler. Yeah. And again, that could change when the movie comes out. But just initially off the trailer, I'm that surprised. Was that I I'm surprised Sarah Jessica Parker even came back, I mean, to be honest. I mean, what been doing lately? Sex and yeah. the City ended years ago. Yeah, but they did the revival. And then she just, like, doesn't do things. I mean, good for <laughs> Bette Midler. She's got to be, what, in her late 70s? Yeah, probably. I don't know. And I don't know. And she's still killing it. I don't know the other sisters, so. yeah, though. Oh, yeah, I no. I feel really like, bad, too. The minute Bette Midler showed up, I was like, oh, Bette Midler, she just stepped right back into this role. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. Just something about, like, everything with the trailer. I don't, it didn't hook me the way the upcoming trailers did. Fair, but I personally, it worked for me. Okay. It worked for me. Didn't work for you. It I'm going to watch it. Yeah, yes. Um, the next big trailer that they released was for the sequel to Enchanted yes. called Disenchanted. Which I am surprised it's a Disney Plus original. I was shocked too. Uh, that is coming to Disney Plus on November 24th. Hell and you yeah. just watched the trailer before yes. we started. Yes, you I did. give your initial thoughts since you watched it most recently? <laughs> Chef's kiss. That, those are my thoughts. <laughs> I, I love the first Enchanted movie. Oh yeah. All they needed to show me was James Marston and I'm in. Love him. Love Amy Adams. The whole vibe looks mm-hmm. the same. I like the interesting like stepmother route they're taking, like you had mentioned before we recorded. Yeah, it kind of looks like they're almost making her almost like the evil stepmom yes. this time, which I think is an excellent pivot for yes. the franchise. Loved it. I-, I love how you said excellent pivot for the franchise and we're talking about Enchanted. Like that, oh, yeah. that just warms my heart. Listen, and again, putting Amy Adams... James Marsden, Patrick Dempsey, and Adina Adele Dazim, Adina Menzel, <laughs> Adina Menzel, uh huh, is never a bad cast. Never, they ever had, all had such great chemistry in the first one. Yes, and the fact that they all came back for the second one. Yes, and they added Maya Rudolph to the cast. Yes, who I I don't know on the show, but several times in my personal life has said she is the funniest working <laughs> female comedian currently around. Yes. And I will watch anything she does. So I was already excited for this movie. I turn on the trailer. I'm greeted by Maya Rudolph. I go, well, this is great. I'm going to enjoy this very much. Yes. Yes. But yeah, no, the whole the whole thing looks fantastic. Yes, I agree. I agree. What other trailers did uh, Disney proper show? Um, they announced Peter Pan and Wendy, which yeah. we just kind we of, talked about we back. Kind of Jude, yeah, Jude Law is, is Captain Hook. Yeah. Um, they announced some more stuff with the Haunted Mansion movie. They yes. announced that... Jamie Lee Curtis yes. of Halloween fame. Yes. The original screen, Scream Queen. Yes. One of my favorite actresses working. Uh-huh. 
I'm going to keep saying how many yeses I can get out of yep, here, yep. is will be Madame Leota in this Haunted Mansion movie. Amazing. I was there already. Yeah. My ticket's booked twice now. Yep. Um, they did some more uh, information about Mufasa, the Lion King, directed yes, by Barry which, Jenkins. Yes, which, which we reported on the show years ago yeah. that he was going to be making a Lion King prequel. We finally got details on it. And good for Barry Jenkins for getting it's Disney fucking money. Such an interesting pivot. Like I, I like, agree. But I love it. And uh, just one thing they told is that there will be flashbacks in the movie that will feature young versions of Rafiki Timon and Pumbaa. So I still hope it's Billy Eichner. I hope and we Seth get Rogen. some more Billy Eichner and Seth Rogen. They were the strongest part of The Lion King. I was not a big fan of it personally. Same. Uh, I <laughs> thought they were excellent voice casting choices. I agree. Um. So I'm happy that we get more of them, and I think with a talented director like Barry Jenkins, we're going in a positive direction. I agree. I liked your dramatic pause there, by the way. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did some more Snow White announcements, which we talked about that uh, mm-hmm. Rachel Zegler will be Snow White. Gal yep. Gadot is the uh, the queen. Yep. That was pretty much all you got from them. <laughs> they just brought him out again. Hey, look. Like, hey, look at them. Remember we <laughs> talked about this? Um, the f- main trailer in the uh, more live-action realm, and then there's a few animated things, uh, was the live-action Little Mermaid starring Hallie, Haley Bailey? Hallberry? 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 As Ariel. <laughs> yes. Which director Rob Marshall. Uh-huh. I didn't know that. Uh-huh. Okay. Did you get a chance to watch this trailer? I did. What are your thoughts? She can really sing. She can really sing. Yeah. Like, holy crap. Yeah, and... I liked the little, how it looks underwater, but it doesn't look underwater. See, that was the weak part for me. Okay, okay, go for it. I, it, the quality of it, Mm -hmm. well, again, this is a trailer. You should never base CGI for a movie off a trailer. Yes, She-Hulk, prime example. She-Hulk, prime example. The Aquaman trailers are a little wonky. I know people have their thoughts on Aquaman in general, but. I thought the underwater looked fine in certain scenes. Mm-hmm. This one looked, it didn't look as intrusively bothersome mm-hmm. as other ones, but it looked like there was still like something off. Whereas I feel like two minutes into the movie, even if it looks like that, you'll be like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, I can get over this. Your brain will adjust. Exactly. Yeah. And if just off that singing, because the trailer's kind of just showing underwater shots and then it ends with her singing part of your world mm-hmm. and the vocals. Yeah. Yeah, on boy. Her, mm-hmm. If the movie's half as good as that, who gives a fuck what the underwater looks like? That's what I'm saying, homie. Absolutely. And I, but I, I liked how the underwater looked. Yeah. I liked how okay. I cause see to me Aquaman, which by the way, not talking shit, an octopus plays drums five stars. Aquaman, the underwater scenes looked a little bit too underwater, mm-hmm. like even to the point where they distorted the voices slightly. Yeah. And I'm like, I know it's underwater. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, if they did that with SpongeBob, it'd be distracting as balls. So you'd rather them step back from it a bit. Yes, and I think The Little Mermaid did. Okay. And I liked seeing that. that... Again, just a trailer, though. Yeah, and, and what a trailer, though. Like, that, like, yeah. I didn't really have these Disney live action remakes have been hit or miss. Mostly miss, some hit. Yeah, but the ones that hit, like, hit hard. Holy Jungle crap. Book fucking rules. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Pete's Dragon. I know you weren't a huge fan on it. 
Um, I will say, though, I got to watch it again because I was mostly pissed because we had the worst fucking audience imaginable for that movie. Yeah, it wasn't a good audience. There no. were a lot of screaming babies, kids running up and down the end. It's a kid's movie, but yeah. also like... But like, take your kid out of yeah. the theater. So uh, that was kind of distracting, but I would say try to try to revisit it. It's now dawned on me that two like college-age men were at Pete's Dragon going, God, can you believe these kids? <laughs> that was me at Minions Rise of Gru. Like, man, why are there so many people here? Yeah. Um, uh, I also didn't know this, but I see some other casting news on the bottom here. Javier Bardem is Triton, King Triton, uh-huh. and Melissa McCarthy is Ursula. Uh-huh. <gasps> Iconic. <laughs> awesome. Infinitely more hype for this movie now is discovering this. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. 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 Um, so that's it for all the like live action Disney things. Yep. Uh, there were a couple Pixar and Walt Disney animation yes. announcements. G- please hit us with the big one. The big one was they announced Inside Out 2. Which is going to be fucking awesome. Which they have confirmed that Amy Poehler will be back to voice Joy. Joy. And that it will follow Riley to in her teen years. Where she'll be experiencing all new types of emotions. Yes. What are your thoughts? Yes. Yes. I'm a big fan. Mm-hmm. Inside Out is one of the best Pixar movies ever. Mm-hmm. I agree. Love it. Made mm-hmm. me cry. Mm-hmm. As most Pixar films do. Bring it on. It, like, if it has Pixar's name on it, I just go, yeah. Like, it, it could have been anything. Yeah. But the fact that it's Inside I don't know, Out some 2 of the Pixar lately has, been... has me hyped. Lightyear was okay. Lightyear was okay. I, I quite enjoyed Luca. Soul I never saw it. Soul's fantastic. Incredible. Yeah. Um, is Strange Worlds? That's just Disney that's animation, just Disney? I think. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I listen, I, I agree. I was talking to Kyler about fellow movie night Kyler. Yes. Um about Inside Out 2. And I kinda I don't want to steal his thoughts, but I did kind of like what he said, where he said he was like, I'm excited for it. Yes. Um, but we're kinda and I agree with it. He said that he hopes that it is not just trying to repeat the same mm-hmm. with like the same emotions and everything like that, because the magic is in her experiencing yeah. emotions, but yeah. hopes that also they don't go too far in like another direction yeah. completely while losing that, which is something that sometimes sequels tend to do. Yeah. Yeah. And I, cause what, what I'm curious to see, cause I think the brilliance of the first movie is that the overall message is that it's important to feel sad. Yeah. Like, that is such a great message, not only for kids, but for the fucking adults watching the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, it was, like, such a great thing. And I th- I'm i curious as to, like, what the next... How do you beat that? Yeah. You know, like, how do you beat that awesome, like, message? Well, you know, that's what I'm curious about. Well, that would be the thing I'd be concerned about also, because I think with Inside Out, it's kind of like what we had with, like, Toy Story 3 mm-hmm. and... Monsters Inc. and Monsters University, where like we were at the ages where we were experiencing these things at the same mm-hmm. time. So there are kids who saw Inside Out that are going to be going through yeah. their teenage years. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a very important that they express Crush things. This. And so my concern would be because of how complex some of these issues are, mm-hmm. I hope they actually try to find a way to explore them instead of just being like, oh, we're just going to focus on the emotions. Like we're not really going to see Riley that much. Whereas, like, the first one, Riley, like, I felt like Riley was a character. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I mean, she was a character, but, like, we were inside her head. I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. But, like, it would cut to outside, and we got to also get to know Riley outside of just what the emotions were telling us about her. Yeah. So I hope it's not just the emotions telling us, like, we actually get to see scenes with Riley. Like, when she runs away, like, her mm-hmm. whole relationship with her dad. Like, yeah. 
all of that's so good. Yeah. So I, I, do I agree. That. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> um, that's pretty much it for the. They announced some uh, a new movie called Elemental, mm-hmm. which is about uh, a man made of water and a girl made of fire. Bitchin. Who start? Uh... <laughs> Hold it! You mean Shark Boy and Lava Girl? <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. God damn they, it! Uh, their names are Ember and Wade. Oh, you're good. Um, <laughs> it just seems like they start dating, but one's fire, one's water. Can't Let's have see that. What happens. Romeo, Juliet, come on. Um, they announced uh, a series of shorts called Win or Lose. Mm-hmm. Uh, a new movie called Elio, which... Uh, Elio. Elio. Which seems like he is a child who gets who decodes a signal from outer space. And is subsequently mistaken for an intergalactic ambassador for Earth. Oh, no, Elio. (laughs) Sold. Yeah. That sounds like a great premise. Yeah. Um, That's pretty much it all from the Disney anime. Oh, Strange World. Yes. Sorry, I'm scrolling through an article here trying to find everything. Uh, Strange World, which will be coming out this year, I believe. Um, There's two or three trailers out for that already. So Mm -hmm. they just kind of were like, here's another clip. (laughs) Yeah. It actually looks very interesting. I'm actually intrigued by it. It looks like an old style adventure film. The yeah. trailers certainly pivoted as that. Yeah. So I hope that they doubled down and it wasn't just a marketing ploy. Yeah, I hope so too. Um, And then the big announcement, which this is an interesting one. They announced a film called Wish. Did you see this? I did. Wish will be an animated film, which will be an epic animated musical inspired by the legacy of films from the studio and ask the question... How did the wishing star, upon which so many Disney characters wish, come to be? And I believe Ariana DeBose is voicing somebody. Did I did I dream that? This does not. Or did I wish that? This uh, does not say. Huh? Uh, oh, no, here it is. Sorry. Uh, Disney Animation Good Luck Charm Alan Tudyk has joined filmmakers as he will be... Yes. Has he will be voicing a goat named Valentino? Why do they always do that to Alan Tudyk? <laughs> um, he and went the, to Juilliard. The main, the main character, uh, will be a character named Asha, whose pet is the goat. Uh, Asha will be voiced by Academy Award winner Ariana DeBose. Hey. So that's gonna be great. It's gonna be amazing. I'm all about it. It's either gonna be. The best Disney thing ever or the most disappointing? And I'm excited to see which one. I hope it doesn't become like a meta thing. I, I really want it to be a They've meta They've done thing. a lot of meta stuff lately, which I've loved. Nicholas, but like, Nicholas, I really want it to be a meta thing. Fair. <laughs> Listen, but, I think you have great talent behind it. Yeah. And I hope that it, it plays out well. Again, this is just like there's one little concept art thing, which means this thing's still being written, most yeah. likely. Oh, yeah. But, thousand percent. Um, that appears to be it from all of the Disney side of things. Okay. Well, it's all Disney. Yeah. Animation. Uh, do you want to go into Lucasfilm? Lucasfilm. And also, um, talk about the other story we have and tie that into Lucasfilm. Oh yeah. So, uh, just a bit of casting news. Um, Iman Isfandi will be playing a live action Ezra Bridger in Ahsoka. Yes. He is from Clone Wars? Rebels. He is from Rebels. Yes. I have not watched any of the animated Star Wars. Uh, Very limited over here. Okay. Do you know Ezra? 
No. <laughs> but I know he's very important because it, many people was, tell me that I should watch out for Ezra. It was him and Sabine? Sabine I believe Ren. Her name. Yeah. She's another big one who yep. I think is in Ahsoka as well. Yes. Um, so it looks like some fan favorites will be coming. Unfortunately, I do not know them, but yes. people well, I mean, are with, excited. With Dave Filoni making the show, you know this was this was coming. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, Cad Bane, um, you know, all the other ones that they brought into live action, Ahsoka, you know. Mm. Cool. Yeah. I think if you're a fan of these animated shows, this is so vindicating because I'm sure you've been telling your friends for years, like, oh, yeah. I mean, it's all canon. One of our <laughs> now fr- you're getting it. One of our friends was a big uh, a big uh, Clone Wars fan. Ian. And, yeah, Ian. And when he... When Cad Bane showed up in Boba Fett, man, he lost. He texted it. us like in all caps, like "You don't understand what's happening right now." And I was like, "Correct. Who is this guy? Who is this lad?" Yes, he Brilliant. seems fun. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it seems like they are working very hard to make the animated shows. I mean, they have always been canon, but they're really putting in the effort to really show the connectivity of mm-hmm. them, and I think that's neat. I also think it's neat. <laughs> Anyway, to the Lucasfilm panel. To the Lucasfilm panel. You know, a lot of just kind of stuff that we were expecting. They um, talked about Andor, which is coming out with a three-episode premiere September 21st. Which looks fucking awesome. Did you know apparently there's like a behind-the-scenes thing? They had like an orchestra on set filming scenes. What? Yeah, apparently there was just like an orchestra on set when they were filming stuff. Yeah, Diego Luna talked about that. Can you look up how much that costs? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Diego Luna was like, yeah, it helped, he, it helped me get into the emotion of the scene so mm-hmm. much. And I've never heard of a yeah. studio or a production doing that, let alone yeah. one of this scale. That's awesome. Um, and I know they kind of moved away from the volume on this one, and it looks incredible. It does. Uh, so I'm very excited for that. Um, they announced uh, the casting of Ezra Bridger for Ahsoka and said, hey, Ahsoka's happening, which we knew. Um, Skeleton Crew, which we knew it was happening. Mm-hmm. Tales of John the Jedi. Watts. Bad Batch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Skeleton Crew is the John Watts uh, director of Spider-Man Homecoming, Spider-Man Far From Home, Spider-Man No Way Home. <laughs> yes. Uh, starring Jude Law. Uh, really, the big stories out of Lucasfilm really lie in Indiana Jones yes. and the Mandalorian Season 3 trailer. Dalton, would you like to? Yes. Mandalorian Season 2 trailer. Yes. Loved it. Um, the shot of all the Mandalorians like falling out of the ship, like yeah. I was like, "Holy fuck!" the The scale of this season seems to have just jumped up, yes. and I think it's very interesting. And I hope it's something they can balance well. I I hope so too. I am a bit worried. I'm glad that they're kind of. I mean, I love the whole like Shogun, yeah, you know, the samurai and his little companion mm-hmm. type style, but also a lot of the the seasons have felt. Not directionless, mm-hmm. but we're just kind of watching like Adventure of the Week mm-hmm. type thing. Season two of The Mandalorian was, we need to get you to a Jedi every episode. Is the Jedi here? No. no? Damn it. <laughs> Next but what, episode. But, yeah, no, but you can help <laughs> us with this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is not because it was still great. It was still entertaining, mm-hmm. but it looks like now they're actually trying to flesh out like stuff with Mandalore. Who's the right? He's not a Mandalorian anymore. What's Grogu up to? And so. they're setting it up. Uh, another character from the animated, um, um, Bo-Katan. Yeah. They're, they're setting it up like it's going to be Mandalorian versus Bo-Katan, which looks fucking awesome. And the the actress, Katie Sackhoff, yeah. voices Bo-Katan in, in the yes. show as well. So that's cool that they're actually like, yeah. bridged that gap with it. Yes. They, with Ezra that. bridged it. Ezra bridged it. Um, Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. But no, I mean, what a trailer. Like, I was yeah. always worried... Especially with like how season two ended, I was kind of like, 
okay, but where's that? And obviously some things got resolved in Boba Fett. Yes. But still, I was like, but where do they go? And they're bringing me there. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Uh, and I know the next one, Indiana Jones. I know you have probably a lot of thoughts on it. So they didn't release the footage to the public, and yeah. I haven't read any footage descriptions. But Harrison Ford was, like, crying on stage talking Did about— you watch his speech, like, yes! on the clip? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. It's and the only character man... he cares about. I know. That's <laughs> what I was going to say. Like, you know, whenever they ask about Star Wars, he's like, I wish George Lucas would die. But every time they talk about Indiana Jones, he's like, this is great. I wish George Lucas— <laughs> I wish that man never did it to me. Yeah, but like every everything else, he's like so stoked. And like he genuinely loves the movie. Like you can tell. Yeah. James Mangold, our boy, directing the movie. Hell yeah. Unfortunately, not Spielberg, but we're going to get to fucking Spielberg here at the end of the show. But Mangold, though, that's a solid. Solid. solid it's got a solid it's get. Got, it's got Phoebe Waller-Bridge in it, too. Yes, it does. And Mads Mikkelsen's and the villain. And Mads Mikkelsen. All of them. Yeah. Love it. I can't wait for that fucking movie, and I can't wait for them to drop the footage. I'm upset they didn't drop it, but I understand why. Was there, like, descriptions online? Of I'm sure there is. I just yeah. haven't, like, had the chance to look at it. Did you see the image of him with Kika Quinn? Yeah, Ke- I, um, Ke- the the actor who played Short Round. The actor yes. who played Short Round who was they the, reunited. Father, the, the father, father f- in Everything Everywhere All at Once. Yes. Kwan, I think his name yeah. is. Kwan. Something like that. So it was nice to see them like reunited. And he had a big smile on his face. That's the first time I've ever seen Harrison Ford smile. (laughs) It was lovely. (laughs) Yes. Uh, No, I'm, I mean, the minute they announced Indiana Jones, I was like, no, not right. Mm -hmm. Like kingdom of the colossal disappointment. Yeah. Yeah. Let's calm down with like bringing these characters back for like, Mm -hmm. you know, these ones down the line. They were like, oh, but James Mangold is going to direct. I was like, all right, you know what? Let's keep an eye on this one, maybe. Yeah. And they were like, oh, we're going to add Mads Mickelson and Phoebe Arbridge. It's like, God damn it. You're making it hard here. You're yeah. making it hard. I'm not. I'm trying to be the guy, like, yeah, reboot everything. But, man, they put stuff like I'm that. I'm pretty sure John Williams is scoring it again in his fucking 90s. I mean, it's already <laughs> recorded. He's yeah. just going to play the same theme again. <laughs> just give me my paycheck, he says. Yeah. He's like, just use it and pay me. Yeah. Um, no, but I think that's – I'm very excited to see to see all that. Yes, it's going to be super duper fun. I am very excited, like we just said. And now, are we going to move on to Marvel? Um, yes. Yes, we are. Here's the thing about Marvel, though. What? 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 Where do you fucking begin? Oh, I can tell you where we're going to begin. I can tell you where we're going to begin. Because, Nicholas, what is something that both of us... Oh, we're going right into it. Yeah, We have to. What is something that both of us have equally said? Man, they'll never do it, but man, we would love it if they did. But we were expecting, we were expecting a different project for this to happen. Ladies and gentlemen, hold on. Ladies and gentlemen, in 2008, a film called The Incredible Hulk came out. An underrated film that rules, by the way, starring Edward Norton, who was eventually recast as Mark Ruffalo. Anyone who watches Marvel knows this. There was a plot thread in that film, phase one, 14 years ago. That has not been resolved. When the marketing for Infinity War was happening, they said every plot that gets resolved. I said, bullshit. There's no way that they do this one. And it was the leader. The character of the leader, played by Tim Blake Nelson, who was the alter ego. And then you see the blood get in his head. It starts to expand. When he's operating on abomination. abomination. You see he's his head. the scientist that makes abomination. Yes. You see his head start to expand. He smiles at the camera. I'm like, oh shit, it's the leader. As a kid. And you kind of see him jump out the building. 
That was it. Nothing. We never, ever heard of him again, which makes no sense, first of all. Infinity War. They said every plot thread, like I mentioned, gets resolved. I'm like, there's no way they'll do Red Skull. There's no way they'll do the leader. Credit to them. They did Red Skull, and it shocked the shit out of me. When Red Skull pulled up, (laughs) right, did part of you go, they might actually put the leader in this thing? No. I'll be honest with you. When I saw the Red Skull, it solidified that there's no fucking way they're doing the leader. Like, I'm like... It was one or the other. I was like, if they do both, it's the greatest movie I've ever seen. Yeah. (laughs) Like, there's no way that they do both. Guys, the leader is coming back, and he's going to be in the fucking new Captain America movie. As the villain. As the main as villain. the main villain. And Tim Blake Nelson was there and walked out on stage. Like it was nothing. They, like it was nothing. Okay, but listen, did you watch the announcement, like the actual video, where like no. it was met with mild applause? How was that? Nick, if we were in that room, I would have started crying. I would have started crying. Like, you could see disappointment in Kevin Feige's eyes. Like, that's not good enough? What? We get it, Feige. We get we, it. We understand, and we're excited, and we thank you. We, I quit thank my you, job Mr. today so I could come work for you because you brought the leader back. Yes. The- Nick, do you know how... You know what Kevin Feige likes to do? Mm-hmm. He loves to vindicate me. In many ways, right? For so many years, I would tell people... You guys should watch Daredevil because one day he's going to show up in a movie. You know who believes me? <laughs> you know who believes me? Fucking nobody. <laughs> nobody believes me. Even It's probably not canon. It's probably not the same Daredevil, which we're now learning, right? But guess what happened? I'm watching Spider-Man uh, No Way Home. We're sitting there. They're in Peter Parker's room, and then a cane hits the floor. And I looked over to my left. I looked over to my right. And I'm like, is this the bullshit I see before my very eyes? And lo and behold, <laughs> there he was, played by Charlie Cox. And I was like, oh, my God. years 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 of vindication now i tell everyone i love the incredible hulk movie everyone says you suck i understand some people argued to me that that was not canon i said you're out of your fucking mind no no 100 percent canon 100 percent canon iron man's in the fucking movie yeah not only that they're like oh Ross. ross right right so they bring back ross and they're like oh they just did that for whatever i'm like uh huh Abomination and She-Hulk. Yeah. Played by Tim Roth. Yeah. There's no denying it now. Abomination and Shang-Chi. Abomination and Shang-Chi, correct. Yeah. The leader, Nick, is I, back. Do you, now, do you think there's a chance that he shows up in She-Hulk, or do you think they're just saving him for that? I fucking hope Because like, so. it, it seems like that would be the place to bring him back, because it's I tied think, into that. I but, would also think I mean, so. I could be wrong entirely, but I mean, I'm not going to complain about more leader. Uh, yeah. Because clearly, if he's coming back now, he's been doing... So much He's been shadows. up to no good. Yeah. Yes. So, I mean, out of left field, but man, that is just... They just told us that. Because, like... Like, the, here you go. Like, the thing is, like, you and I would have been satisfied if he just showed up in She-Hulk and we're like... For, oh, like, th- a scene. Like, yeah. thank God, like, I can rest easy that that mm. plot has been resolved. I feel like we're the only two people on Earth that that plot thread was like, when are they going to address yeah. this? And then, and then oh. I would have been fine. Like, I'd have been like, you know what, good, they just... They just closed the book on that, but they wrapped it up. Yep. And they're like, oh, no, you know the new Captain America movie? How about him being the main villain? It's like, now all these people are going to come <laughs> out of the woodwork and act like, oh, my God. <laughs> I was wondering where the leader was. It's like, no, you weren't. No, you weren't. Only you. Because it's just been us. 
I guarantee you asked any MC fan, like, hey, what do you think of the leader? They'd be like, who? Yeah. Be like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what I thought. Oh. Anyway, we had we had to address that off the gate. That had to go right. I off will the gate. now let you just like read this. Oh shit. no, you're fine. I mean, let's talk oh. about let's talk about Captain America: New World Order as a whole. Yes. Um, Anthony Mackie returning. Anthony Mackie to play Captain America as Captain America. Uh-huh. Uh And uh, Isaiah Bradley also returning. Yes, from Falcon and the, the Winter Falcon Soldier. Winter Soldier showing back up again. And Torres as Torres, who they've confirmed will be the new Falcon, like yes, we predicted. Exactly. Yes. I mean, so the I, comics, but, I, yeah. I appreciate that these elements are tying into the movies now from these shows. Me too. <laughs> so I'm glad that that, because I was kind of hit or miss on Falcon and Winter Soldier personally. Mm-hmm. I thought the Isaiah Bradley storyline was By the way, fantastic. we need to rewatch all of phase four and redo our rankings. Yeah, our I rankings would, are kind of I would love to do that. All over the place right now. Bruh. Um, yes. <laughs> but I thought Isaiah Bradley was the strongest storyline in that. So I'm glad that it came back and acting as pseudo-mentor to Anthony Mackie. Yeah. I think will be an important thing. I agree also. And Tim Blake Nelson back as the leader. Uh, we could have done the whole show about Tim Blake Nelson. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am personally very excited for that movie. I, Same. I've always loved Anthony Mackie, and I've always loved him as Falcon, and when he was Captain America in the end of uh-huh. Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I was like, yes, this is Captain America. Give me the movie now. So I, I'm excited to see that. See, what excites me, because one of my big gripes with Falcon and the Winter Soldier mm-hmm. is that, like, I realized watching the show, like, oh, you don't need to watch the show. Like, if you watch the end of Endgame, yeah. and then Captain America showed up in a movie, you would still get it, because you see Steve give him the shield. Yeah. And I know that the show is about, like, oh, why he deserves a shield. I like the show. But, but for someone that doesn't want to watch it, he shows I'm up like, in Captain America, you're like... Yeah. Yeah. Like, but now with all these characters coming into it, it's like, aha, you did have to watch the you show. You need to know. Yeah. yeah. So I'm curious if they'll expect you to know who Isaiah Bradley is or if they'll like reintroduce oh, they'll, that. The concept. movies are good at like, re, exactly. you know, yeah. doing that. Yeah. I'm sure it's not going to be an issue. But yeah, no, Captain America, New World Order. I'm very excited for that. Infinitely more excited now. Yes. Um, yes. Talk about the other stuff. Talk about the other stuff. Other stuff. Other stuff. Other stuff. Um, the two big things. We'll go into the little announcements later on, but the, the uh, two big things were two trailers that they released. Uh huh. The first being Werewolf by Night. Do you want to give your thoughts first, or shall I go? You can go. Holy crap! <laughs> Nick, that is something where I'm like, if you told me like Marvel's gonna make it and it's gonna be like a 1930s Universal monster movie, I'm like, no, they're not. Yeah. You're lying Everything looks, to me. The makeup looks practical. They it's put, all in black and white. They put, put Man, Man thing. thing. They put Man Thing it, out of in nowhere. In the trailer. Did you know that was going to be a thing? No. I did not either. I literally rewatched it again. It was I, a like, happy surprise. I went surprise. back and I was like, go on. Yeah. Um, directed by Michael Giacchino, the composer for several Marvel movies and the Batman and several other major Hollywood motion pictures. Yeah. Decided, you know what? Give me Werewolf by Night Marvel. <laughs> Huh. I'm gonna go, and it looks directed beautifully. Yes, and I and I gotta say, the idea of a Marvel Studios special presentation—it might be like an hour. Yeah, I love that idea. Fucking for do, these characters that yeah. like like Werewolf by Night probably couldn't hold a show. Yeah, and probably couldn't hold a movie. Do all kinds of that shit. But he can show up in a bunch of other. Stuff. And I'm really hoping Moon Knight shows up. I'm not trying to set the expectation, yeah. but Moon Knight originated in Werewolf in by Night comics, so yeah. that would be cool. Uh, yeah, no, that amazing comes, trailer that comes out on October seventh. And visually, Fuck. not even just the black and white, but just stylistically, it looks yeah. scary. And the editing, More yeah. Of all, the yeah. editing, it it looks very different than things we've seen from the MCU. And I'm very excited because I know 
that's been a critique for a while that uh-huh. people have had. So I'm excited to see that they're trying new things. And yes. I hope that it is received well. It looks fantastic. I hate Marvel fans. You should do things more differently, makes WandaVision. Why is it nothing like Marvel? Yeah. I fucking can't stand it. <laughs> yeah. WandaVision's great. <laughs> uh, so if you have not watched the World by Night trailer, I highly recommend so. Or if trailers aren't your thing, October 7th, less than a month away. <laughs> yeah. Tune into Disney+. Plus yeah, dude. And see it because, man, I and just everything. I love a good werewolf story. I'll say it. Who doesn't? So I'm very excited for that. Me too. All right, Nick, Nick, hold on. Let me introduce this one. You d- you deserve this moment, buddy, okay? The other trailer that they released was for a little show called Secret Invasion. And for those of you who don't know, uh, Nick here happens to love uh, only two things in this world. He loves scrolls, and he loves War Machine. Nick, what did you think of the trailer? It was a scroll show that had War Machine Dalton. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. Okay. I've been excited for Secret Invasion since it was announced. Yes. I saw Captain Marvel. I was on it. Mm-hmm. I thought the scrolls were awesome. Mm-hmm. I loved it, especially Ben Mendelsohn. Yes. Ben Mendelsohn for a while was in everything, and I loved <laughs> it, and then he wasn't in anything, and yes. then he showed up in Captain Marvel, and I said, thank God. <laughs> and then I'm sitting in theaters watching uh, Spider-Man Far From Home, mm-hmm. and for those of you who've seen the movie, you remember the post credit scene famously brought back J.K. Simmons as J. Jonah Jameson. In which I lost my and, collective And Dalton shit. almost had a heart attack, and I was very excited because I was like, no way they did it. That's yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, the second post credit scene in that movie just simply reveals that Nick Cage, Nick, Nick Cage, whoo, <laughs> that Nick Fury was a scroll the entire time, and it was Ben Mendelsohn's mm-hmm. Talos. I lost my shit about just as much as he did for J.K. <laughs> J.K. Simmons. Yeah. I was like, I got to see a scroll in a Spider-Man movie. <laughs> um, so I've been a big fan. Uh, in For those of you who've seen WandaVision, the post credit scene in that. When yep. a sc- uh, scroll. Uh, uh, oh, my God. Uh, Monica Rambeau. Monica Rambeau. It's brought into the theater by the age I went. The agent's going to be a scroll, isn't it? <laughs> it's one of those. Every, every time I'm like, oh, that's a scroll, And then they do it. And I'm like, you know Dude, it. Dude, I bet you the agent from. Uh... Listen, if Agent Cleary. <laughs> If Agent Cleary from Spider-Man No Way Home and from Miss Marvel, he's the head of the Department of Damage Control, who I love so much, and no one talks about I bet him. you he's a scroll, dude. If he's a scroll, I'll lose my mind. <laughs> anyway, the trailer looked fantastic. I was already excited. I saw they released a Secret Invasion trailer, so I'm like, you know what? I'm good to go. Let me click into it. The trailer starts to play out, and all of a sudden, Don Cheadle's there as Rhodey. <laughs> And I had no idea. So I freak out immediately, start the trailer over again so I can hear so that I can hear what was said and rewatched it. But man, all my personal excitement aside, because obviously I'm a special case loving yeah. roadie, loving scrolls. Dude. What a trailer. Um the show looks better than it had any right to be. Yeah. Like it looks like a spy story. And but nothing f- like the comic yeah. version. Oh, nothing like it. But I'm glad because the it needed to be contained. If it wasn't as contained story like the comic story, it would have been a fucking nightmare. That's an event film. Yes. Dude. It's a spy movie, but instead of catching spies, you're catching scrolls. Yeah. Awesome. Yes. It looks so good. And, dude, the sequence when Ben Mendelsohn goes to grab the guy, then all the bodyguards turn into the same person. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. That they brought back uh, Everett Ross, Martin Freeman's character from Black Panther. Yes, they did. And from Civil War. Mm -hmm. Uh, Please. Step out of line. Step out of line. (laughs) They added in, oh, Kobe Smulders is back as Maria Hill. Uh-huh. Um, and she sounds more Canadian than ever. They added in to the cast Olivia Coleman. 
Yeah. Who's lovely. Yes. And Amelia Clark from Game of Thrones. Uh-huh. She's making her MCU debut. Uh-huh. Uh, I believe the guy who everyone scroll turns into, I believe he was Bridgerton. Okay. I don't know. He's a big name. I don't remember his name offhand, mm-hmm. but I know he was on a very successful TV show and has now branched into this. So th- it's a stacked cast. And I think it looks great. And I I'm do as very well. Excited. Yes. What was next? What was next? Speaking of War Machine, <laughs> they have officially reaffirmed everyone that Armor Wars is still happening. And that it takes place after Secret Invasion. And it will take place after Secret Invasion. Now, we have announced that this show was happening a while back. Uh, at the last D23, <laughs> and then several events have happened where they have given nothing about it. So yeah. everyone was like, is this still happening? Yeah. So I was just happy to see that it was happening. <laughs> Naturally. I'm happy for you, buddy. Um, these ones are kind of just big. We can break them down more if you'd like. Mm-hmm. Um, they announced the villain for the Ironheart show. Yes, Which will be Anthony Ramos from In the Heights. will mm-hmm. be playing The Hood. Yes. Uh, some set photos leaked a while back. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of a big thing. Ironheart. Yeah. Uh, is being played by Dominique Thorne, who and is, will make her appearance in uh, uh, Wakanda uh, Forever. Wakanda Forever, and the show is being exec produced by Ryan Coogler. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, Ryan Coogler is the director of both uh, Black Panther movies mm-hmm. and Creed. Creed One. Yes, yes. Um, so that's cool. It's a good good cast right there. I, yes. I, uh, my interest for that show will increase after Black Panther. After Black Panther, if mm-hmm. I like the character right yeah. now, I'm just like. Cool. I like <laughs> Anthony Ramos. Ironheart's a cool character in the comics. So yeah. Let's go. Let's do something. Um, we referenced this uh, actor earlier, Ki, Ki Hui Kwan. Yes. Who played Short Round in Indiana Jones and most recently the husband dad in Everything Ever All at Once, uh, has joined the second season of Loki. Which, as a TVA as agent. A t- oh, he's a TVA agent? Yes. Oh, which good. is fantastic, which means we're going to get him and Owen Wilson. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't see that he was a. I just saw that he was a cast. I didn't know there was. Dude, this motherfucker thing, but... walked on stage and went. Did you see what he said? No. He was like, "Oh, is, is this not the Indiana Jones panel?" That's good. It was amazing. <laughs> he he's great. He seems so happy to be like doing things again and acting yes. again. And I thought he was fantastic. Like, dude, I I I like Oscar I think he might get worthy. nominated for an Oscar. Yes, supporting mm-hmm. probably. Yes. Um. And he seems so happy to be involved. Like I watched like a little interview after him. He's like, I've seen all the Marvel movies. I love Thomas. <laughs> like he was just so like all over the place excited. And I was like, you know what? This if that energy translates to the series, yeah, it's gonna be. And apparently, in the footage of Loki season two, they just show Loki fighting Kang. Oh yeah, really? <laughs> yeah, I did look at that footage description. Oh yeah. Well, I guess they did kind of set that up, yeah. Yeah, life like, is good. <laughs> I'm curious to s- I'm curious if it'll be one Kang or like how many Kangs were like is the Kang and Ant Man different? The more, the merrier. That, that's fair. Speaking um, of Ant Man, speaking of Ant, oh, hold on. <laughs> I went out of order. It's My not fault, even everyone. On this, it's not even on this list. They did stuff for Ant Man, and they showed more Kang stuff. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, they also showed stuff from Echo. Oh, see, that's not even on here either. Yes, they showed footage from Echo. This is like one of the videos I saw of the event. This was my favorite one. Yeah. They showed stuff from Echo. They brought the cast out. And at the very end, Kevin Feige said, oh, one more cast member, Vincent D'Onofrio. And then showed a clip of him in the show with the eye patch. Oh, that's cool. Awesome. That makes sense. Yeah. Yes. And (laughs) apparently the footage was great. 
I, I, Which I is, really liked that character in Hawkeye. I so did too. I'm, I'm very excited to and see And the, the writers of the show are from Daredevil and Better Call Saul. Okay. Yeah, right? Yet the Deck the Halls guys got Daredevil? Speaking of Daredevil. Um, um, that, do, you, uh, do you want to talk about how that panel, like, <laughs> D'Onofrio yes. into that? Yes. Go, so okay. basically the entire cast of Echo walked off stage, but Vincent D'Onofrio stayed on stage with Kevin Feige. And Vincent D'Onofrio goes, can we talk about my show? And then you hear a voice go, your show? And fucking Charlie Cox came out from back. And I'm like, dude, if I was there, I would have fucking lost it. I love I love that man. <laughs> and they briefly talked about Daredevil. Okay. They still won't tell me if the Netflix shows are canon. Just tell me. I would like to know, please. And apparently at the event, they showed him returning in She-Hulk. Which is, I've just been, I've been waiting for it. And apparently he's in one episode. Probably the next one, right? I would imagine. Or People the last one. That. Yeah, something. Yeah, but like, it. look, I love the man. I just want to see more of him. Tell me if it's canon. He said it's going to be season one. Yeah, I know that. That doesn't mean it's not canon. Doctor Who started at season one. The entire original show is still canon. Yeah. Like, I just want to know. I would just like to know, please. I feel like they're just going to not keep addressing it until the show comes out. Like, yeah. I feel like we won't get an answer in Echo. I feel like you won't get an answer in She-Hulk. Listen, if it's not, I'm fine with it. Yeah. Just tell me just, keep, <laughs> just tell me yeah like i'm all for them doing something different but yeah. like if you're gonna bring those actors back let us know try to keep some of the same like kind of characteristics but also i could see them wanting to recast like yeah. foggy electro they like, do all that stuff please don't listen, recast listen, foggy. i love foggy like I, I love foggy i love karen i loved electra yeah same but those are big characters mm-hmm. and a lot of them you want the creative freedom to be able to, to retell those stories and exactly do what you want. Bullseye, yeah. everyone mm-hmm. they introduced um Ben Urich. I'm still excited for all of those shows, though. Yes. I, I've too. been excited for Echo since I saw Hawkeye, yes. quite frankly. I was like, I can get behind this yeah. show. And with the Daredevil show, they revealed a logo that had the, the DD on it. His double D on the chest. I might get to see Charlie Cox wear <laughs> an outfit with the with the double Ds on it, Nicholas. <laughs> Out of context, avoid- that sounds bad. They've been avoiding it for too long. Way too long. Way too long. Kind of like the fucking Iron Fist costume, which we still never got. We got the white and gold one. I want the green, bitch. We Give me the, the green. Guns. We did get the gold guns. You know what? I'm grateful. Let me let me recant. <laughs> but uh, but yes. <laughs> so, but anyway, they said that it is going to be 18 episodes and that they're going to start shooting it next year. And then they moved on to talk about some other stuff. What else is on the list? Uh, this one's more just a follow-up from a story that we talked about, like, two or three weeks ago. Uh, Matt Shackman, yes. director of WandaVision will officially be directing the Fantastic Four. Yes. They did not do casting for the Fantastic Four, which I know something is is something many people had anticipated. Mm-hmm. Um, but still cool nonetheless. I think that's a great choice to direct Amazing it. choice. So I fully support that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just got to the part about the leader again. <laughs> <laughs> um, really, there's just kind of uh, one more big thing, unless I'm forgetting something. Go for uh, it. The Thunderbolts lineup. Yes. Which is awesome. Awesome. Give so, it to us, Nick. Who are going to yeah. be the Thunderbolts? So for those of you that do not know, the Thunderbolts are a team made up of fellow morally gray and or somewhat villainous characters, some anti-heroes, some just straight villains. It's like a weird take on Suicide Squad. It's the Suicide Squad Disneyfied. Disneyfied. They're not you're not going to see blood in this yeah. one. <laughs> um but they had a lineup that is very different from the Thunderbolts lineup from the comics. 
But man, oh man, is it a good lineup? So uh, leading it, acting as like the uh, not the the leader in the field, but just kind of the the one who gets them together, mm-hmm. is Valentina de Allegra Fontaine. <laughs> Played, played by, by the incomparable Julia Louise Dreyfus. Yes, beautiful. Uh, who has showed up in the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yes, as well as the post-credit scene for the Black Widow movie. Yes, She's the one that shows Florence Pugh's character Elena the iPad with Hawkeye and says, "Go fight this man." Yes. Um, so she's going to be the one kind of recruiting, been actively recruiting, and get everyone together. Yes, the Nick Fury of the Thunderbolts, the if Nick you will. The Nick Fury of the Thunderbolts. Uh, so tying in, and obviously she did appear in Falcon and Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. and you actively see her recruit John Walker, aka U.S. Agent. Uh, he is a part of the team. So we got Val- Valentina, Valentina, and U.S. Agent, and U.S. Agent. Uh-huh. Uh, pivoting off of that, going to the Black Widow content, uh, there will be Taskmaster. Oh, will be back again, uh, huh. played by Olga. Kurlienko. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, she was not at the panel, but he did come by. He did confirm that that is who it was. And if the concept art is anything like what they'll look like in the movie, it's a very different looking Taskmaster, which yes. I support because quite frankly, I was disappointed by Taskmaster. That's one of my favorites. I remember. I don't know how your thoughts <laughs> were on it, but that's that. Yep. Um, and then also going back into Black Widow, uh, David Harbour's Red Guardian. Yes, very surprised. That, that was the most surprising one. That was one. the one that got me, but yeah. man. I feel like that was a, that was based off of that's how good he was <laughs> reception audience yeah. reception definitely. Uh-huh. Um, you also have uh, Florence Pugh's Yelena. I assume she'll probably be kind of the lead of the movie. I know it's an ensemble, but when you have a powerhouse like Florence, you don't put her to the side. No. Um, Ghost from from Ant Man and the too. Wasp, who we do see kind of take a slight turn in the good um at the end of that movie yes. so she will be back played by hannah john Kamen, mm-hmm. and uh finally sebastian stan aka bucky aka the winter soldier yes uh, has joined the team which shocked me and i am excited what are, what are your thoughts on the lineup I think the lineup's great. I think you give... There's plenty of avenue for story there, especially how tied a lot of people are to Captain America mm-hmm. and how... the like I'm, Red Guardian. Yeah, like <laughs> Red Guardian, like Bucky Barnes. Yeah. Like... Um, John Walker. John Walker, you know, and not only that, but like... Because ha- you know there's going to be arguments over John Walker and Red Guardian both saying like, I bet I'd be a better Captain America than you and then Bucky Barnes being like, fucking fuck off. Yeah. And but like you also have Bucky Barnes who knew Black Widow, like Yelena and Red Guardian, and he can kind of comfort them in that way. You also have um, Ghost and Taskmaster, who I think might be teamed up because they both were kind of controlled growing up and didn't have a whole lot of freedom. Get to and, see him kind of explore agency. Yes, in that yeah. Kind of sense. Yeah. So I think it's great, and I'm I'm ready for the cringy trailers being like, "We're not the Avengers, no." We're the Thunderbolts. That's exactly what's going to happen. You know it is. What are we, some kind of Thunderbolts? <laughs> yes. Listen, I think it's great. I know people weren't big fans of Taskmaster and Ghost. Uh, the fact that they're doing them again, though. Yeah. I Personally, I loved Ghost. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that people, uh, Marvel's good at taking that kind of. Marvel's great at second chances. Exactly. So mm-hmm. I think we're going to see a lot of differences in those characters. I agree. Um. What are your thoughts on kind of the the stuff going around about people saying that they all have the same powers? Like, have you kind of seen that criticism online? Yeah, I believe the same thing that you believe, and I'd like you to reiterate it on the show, like you said before the show. Yeah. I said, you ever see a war movie? They all have the same power, guns, <laughs> and those are still great. I've seen, yes. I've seen uh, uh, 
any war movie ever. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. I can't think of any of the Panic of my the top of my head now, but I got you. Hacksaw Ridge. Hacksaw Ridge. Saving Private Ryan. Saving Private Ryan. All great. Die movies. Hard. That's not one of them. Die, Die Hard. That's not one. <laughs> um, that's a good pull. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I think it's great. Also, I know that Marvel loves a good CGI messy mm-hmm. fight, and none of these characters are CGI heavy. Which means we'll need some good hand-to-hand combat, which I think would be rad. I think so too. And I just forgot. I just remembered something I forgot to share. Guess what they confirmed about Ant-Man three? And I'm not making this up. Like they confirmed it on stage. Jimmy Woo's gonna be in it. No way. Yes. Randall Park is coming back. Agent Jimmy Woo. Yes, Mr. Fantastic himself. I loved him in mm-hmm. WandaVision as well. Yes. So I'm glad that he's coming back. Yes. But no, I'm excited for all this. I, I, I didn't watch the panel, mm-hmm. so I just saw the announcement. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was very curious because um, Ghost and Taskmaster obviously are masked in this. Yeah. So I was curious because those could be more titles than anything. Yeah. But, but they Kevin did confirm said, that it yeah. is the same. Kevin, and, like he's my friend. Yeah. And yeah. Hannah John came and Ghost was there actively. Yeah. So uh, I think that was that was cool to see as well that they are sticking with that and not just panicking. Yeah. Yeah. No, I look, that was awesome. And that's pretty much all from D23. Yeah. But we do have a couple more things to talk about. Next up is going to be my favorite part of the show, the box office. The box office. I'm going to go ahead and do the top five. Go on, hit it with me. Number five was The Invitation, making another $2.6 million. By the way, these are the actual numbers because we happened, we had a scheduling mishap and we're recording Monday again like we used to. But for this week. For this week. We're going to go back to doing on Sundays. I had a flight that was late Sunday. Mm. It's, it's my fault. It's my fault. Um... The Invitation made $2.6 million at number five. Guess what came in number four? Fucking Top Gun Maverick making another $3.1 million. i The Invitation got up there in the five. Yeah. So that had like, what, a $7 million opening? I think so. Yeah. Coming in third was Bullet Train making another $3.3 million. Coming in at number two was what looks like a Bollywood film called Brahmastra Part One Shiva All made right. $4.5 million. And coming in at number one it's a movie we're going to talk about a little bit later. A movie called Barbarian. Came in at number one at the box office, making $10.5 million. I think its budget was like 10 so it's already... Yeah. Bam. And I feel like that movie's going to have a lot of... Uh, It'll have a good word around. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, we're going to get to it. Yeah. But uh, I wanted to pull up some other individual numbers, though, for this. Yeah. Um, and these aren't movies necessarily in the top five. These are movies that kind of fell out but are now growing in terms of their worldwide status. Mm -hmm. Minions, The Rise of Gru. (laughs) Hell yeah. Has crossed $900 million worldwide. It has made, which we emphasize, that it makes (laughs) money. It's made $903 million worldwide. Wow. The next one I want to talk about, because it's just a bit sad. Jurassic World Dominion. Oof. Right now, and it's already out on 4K and stuff, Yeah, but it's still playing in other countries. Its total worldwide gross is $997 million. Can it do it? I don't know how many more markets it has to open. Three? Three million? Three million. <laughs> wow. Maybe if they re-release the extended version in theaters, but I don't know if they're going to. Yeah, I guess how much does that market? Yeah. Head? 
You don't think he'd do three naturally? It might. I don't. Well, I, I guess. Know. Well, I guess not because I mean the invitation made less than that this week. Yeah. No. No. In America, no way. But I don't know how many other markets it's opening in, or like uh-huh. what weekends it is in the other markets. Fair. Yeah. So if it will, it'll be because of the other markets. But we'll see. I just wanted to point that out. I just figured it got so close. That's so close. If I the would... movie was better, it would have got it. Imagine if the movie was better. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Crazy. Okay, so now um, that was the top five box office, everyone. Thank you for participating. We're now. <laughs> that's a good, I'm, I'm, that was a good box office. It was a good box office. Good Barbarian box making ten really helped. That was really helped good. theaters this week. So, I think that's all we had planned for the show today. I think so. That was a long one. Thanks for sticking with us. Yes, thank you guys so much, and we'll see you next time.